Sean Capri, and welcome to a Patreon-powered episode of We The GamerCast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing, hitting that thumbs up. If you could do it twice, I know you would, but once is enough over there on their YouTube.com slash WeTheNerdy. Thank you for rating us on iTunes and all the rest. Guys, it's going to be super quick. Got to get into my chat here with Tim Router. This thing is brought to you by you. Everybody over at patreon.com slash make us better is bringing our best guests back twice a month. We're doing it. Tim Router from Married to the Games is here. Thanks to everybody there at patreon.com slash make us better, especially our platinum executive producer, Corey Hicks, our gold executive producer, Sheldon Benedict, and all of our lovely gentlemen executive producers, Nick Militia from Next Level Games, James Johnson, Jesse Armstrong, Glocko Schaefer, David Ray, Mike Drummy, Brendan Myers, and Aaron Doherty, the handsome gentleman chef. Or at least I think that's what you do. Um, if you guys are new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with usually a stranger from the internet. If you want to be on the show in 2018, tweet at me. It's at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. We're going to get right into it. I'm so pumped. Here's a special shot of Christmas cheer shot in your arm in the form of podcast it's tim router you can reach him at mttg cast and please consider supporting them at patreon.com slash mttg because that gets you into their incredible discord for just a dollar that is one of the most happening discords in the world on the internet why don't we just do it here he is tim router That's the Tim Router show we're all hoping to see. Oh no, no, I'm keeping gun it show. I'm keeping it G. That's keeping it G today, people. I'm just in my office right now, so I figured I'd do that. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, I, no, I was you're like, perfect. Hope no, it's kind of just like bouncing. It was kind of like yeah, every t- once in a while. Uh, no, you're I good. Man. Ask, so I want to ask you something. Oh, how does it feel to be a father, dude? I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. That is awesome. Thank you. Uh, like you told us back in the day. Like I just I love when when we grow up with our listeners and it's fun seeing that kind of grow up with you, with you guys and and so many other of our listeners too. So yeah. so tell me all tell me how everything went. Give me all the all the details. Well, I'll, uh, maybe I'll save a few of the the, the grittier details, but um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. I can handle it. It's all good. It's amazing. It seems like 2017 is the year of like dad's a good friend of mine. Toby Thornton just had his baby, and Nathan Thomas from PSVG and that's entertaining just oh, had nice. his baby. So a lot of a lot of guys. I think he uh, I think he was sending in a question on the Discord that he was talking about just becoming a dad. And it's like 2017 is a year of dads. So it I'm I'm surrounded by by friends who are, are also having and actually just a quick side story i work with a woman who um she was expecting in january and just like two weeks ago went into labor oh wow like Ooh. super early and yeah, so super early. i work with like a bunch of 30 something so we're all like the same we're all having babies and everything That's it's like great. something so in the you're water all in this yeah you're it's all in the same boat yeah so one one woman came back from her mat leave which in canada is over is a year like when you have a baby you, you leave work for a year wow <laughs> Gosh, that's amazing. amazing. That is incredible. Do they have like paternity leave too? Like can dads like take time off? Actually, Chelsea and I were looking at that because she's self-employed. Like she wasn't really like didn't really have to take maternity leave. Like Mm -hmm. so I could have taken a year. Yeah, you probably. Wow. That's amazing. 
Like that's, oh, I mean, it's not, it's Canada. Not, I mean, we're kind of the, you. we're kind of the, the butt end of a lot of jokes, but we're actually, our prime minister's looking at 18 months. If that actually may have happened, it may be 18 wow. months now of Matt leave. And it's like, it's crazy. Cause I work with a lot of people who are, who are, who work in the States and they'll go off and have babies. And I'll be talking to them six weeks later. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's crazy yeah. to me. It's so funny because Lauren and I are both self-employed. So mm-hmm. like Matt leave was not even. What, you know, it wasn't really a thing. She had girls at her store that w- would cover for us and that kind of stuff. But I mean, we had Piper February eighth, and she was back uh, like mid March. That's and what, insane. The be- I will say the beauty of being self employed, though, and even our pediatrician was saying this. Like he was saying, you guys are doing it right because we brought her mm-hmm. to to, the, to work with us. Yep. So we had like a little pen. Like she would fall asleep on my lap while I was working still. And then later on, I discovered if I just, we, like, the store is only five minutes from our house. Mm-hmm. So I would take her home, and then she'd have those amazing three-hour naps. So I would just be home working the whole time <laughs> in peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. Once she got up, I'd feed her and then bring her back to the store. So she was always with us. Yeah. And that was such a blessing because you got to spend all that time, and you don't have daycare to worry about or anything like that. So the idea of mat leave is kind of like, hmm. It seems like a, a very foreign thing to us just because we're self-employed and we don't, be work- we don't really know we don't know what that is. That's the funny thing is that that's what Chelsea's discovering for better or for worse is that like she's working anyways. She was my yeah, best friend got not? married, I think, five weeks after Lincoln was born. So she was a photographer for it. So she was up on her feet amazing. for the whole whatever it was, 14 hour day. Amazing. And yeah, I mean, she had a C-section and was at so my work six days later. So I went back, I took a month off, wow. but I went back every Thursday morning. And so Lincoln was born on Friday. I was back at work the following Thursday morning and she met us there at noon. And so like she was up and about and it didn't Good hit us her. until re- until later when we realized like most people don't see a baby that new, like real, like close yeah, family sees true. babies like true. within a week old. But like we were, we were in the hospital for three days, didn't pay a dime by the way. Beautiful. Uh, and Lucky. I'm just, I'm, I don't know why I'm doing a jabbing it. Oh, it's fine. I, it's, gr- it's great. Want, it's I love it, it. It is. It's pretty. I love our Northern brethren. Nice. So yeah, um, she was just a rock star, man. She like, she's kind are. of scared of needles and mm. didn't want to do like any, any pain management or anything. And she just stuck to it. Like we walked around through her labor and we, it was one of those, like, I think we actually episode 50 i think is when we announced that she was pregnant and then we had oh, her nice. back on she was a she was a guest and we just like retold the whole story i should actually remember what that was but the whole thing I'll is go there back and, listen to it. and yeah, um listen. no man it's 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 odd shared here too just in case people don't uh have joined since then but um she's and i i, I didn't get to brag about her to her so this is a chance to kind of talk about oh, just how like she walked into the hospital and she was still like well on her way again, not going into too many details, but you know, her, her water broke in yep. the bedroom. She got, sure. she took a shower. She, she thought something was happening. She took a shower and she walked over. She's like, I don't know what that is on the ground. I wonder if my water broke and then just yep. sploosh, just there it went. Yep. And the good like thing we took balloon. out the carpet. Yep. We took out the carpet yep. a couple months before. So we're like, good move. The, that was to, like, smart. That's hardwood. Always <laughs> to tile. Hardwood floors. Always a great mm-hmm. option. Yep. So <laughs> we're like, we'll clean that up later, but yep, it wasn't yep. like a mad dash to the hospital. Right. It was like, she was totally calm. And I'm right. like, I'm like, okay, it's time to go. I've been waiting for this moment. It is. Yep, yep. It's dad, dad time. Yep. yep. So I grabbed the bag and I'm, and I'm sitting, I've got the car started cause it's Canada cause it's cold and right, I'm right. waiting by the door. I'm like, so are we, are we going? She's like, I'm just making the bed. 
Oh, and I'm like, what? Atlanta? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm making the bet. Wait, now you had him in April. Mm-hmm. When did you have? Yeah, man, good memory. April 14th. Yep. Wow. So he'll be he'll that's, be eight months. That's amazing. And you're just loving it, aren't you? It's, it's it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Like I've always said, like it doesn't it changes your life. Yes, I I find it like I think it just more enhances it. It just brings all these other elements of your life to a whole different level. Like you are responsible for something now, bigger mm-hmm. than yourself, and you will love that thing till the day you die, no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. And um, she's at that age. Like Piper is. She's five, right? Five-year-old girls. She's just a. It's just a roller coaster of emotions no already. Kidding. It's not even a teenager. And there's days that I want to throat punch her, and then there's <laughs> days that I want to absolutely hug her. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, "Honey, I love you, but I am going to murder you in a mm-hmm. second if you don't leave me alone." Mm-hmm. Man, you bite just, just a little flick on the nose. Yeah, yeah. It's just something. Yeah. So it's it's insane. I'm I'm so uh, I love it. And man, you're you better get to some hockey games too with your boy because he'll never forget that. I hope Piper will remember these. I think she will. Um, At five, definitely, man. Yeah, I think yeah. it's it's just so much fun. I have such a good time with her. It's just good little daddy daughter bonding. Is she kindergarten? What's yeah, is it, yeah, yeah, kindergarten in, five, yeah, kindergarten. So we just we moved. Um, it's so weird. Like a year ago, we were contemplating the idea of moving. We've been in our other house for 14 years. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things where now that like it was designed more for us just because Lauren and I didn't have kids until 13 years into our marriage. Like we we wanted to take our time. We wanted to be with each other, travel, do that kind of stuff. We purposely did not plan on having kids. How old were you when you got married then? 23. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Come so this past October was our 19 year anniversary. Congratulations! So, thank you, thank you. So yeah, so for 13 of those, you know, we it was just us. So our house, the the way it was laid out, just it it didn't really work. Now that she's getting older and that kind of stuff, uh, same school district, which is nice. And so we were able to move into this other house and build a new house, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember where I was going with that. So I have totally. <laughs> See, that's I'm the point of this old. that's the point of this this show yeah, is yeah. like who cares well, that's what i love about this is that we can like we just dove right into hockey and didn't even say hi to one another like, like, hey, hey man, man hockey that's, hockey, isn't that sweet. what men do? I think that that's generally, yeah. I mean, yes. that's why that's, I mean, really the reason that I love the show is because it goes, I literally it's we've going, gone beyond the hockey where yeah. like, I don't know, man, like sometimes I, maybe it's just because this is like a safe zone for, for me. And I don't know how you feel about like the podcast Absolutely. and you're like, Absolutely. you can just like talk. And I kind of wish that like, it would be like that, I guess in, in other, like sometimes when I'm talking about sports with just like people in real life, I'm like, can we just like, talk about maybe something a little bit more like i feel like we're so all right. just sort of like regurgitating maybe a little bit what we've well heard it's, on the, it's on the, the safe TV. it's the safe zone conversations you know mm-hmm. like your your true friends you can sit down and have like amazing mm-hmm. conversations with and go beyond that but if it's like acquaintances or just friends like yeah of course you're gonna go to that kind of stuff because that's the first way to engage people mm-hmm. I, there's like so many friends that i've learned um, just from th- from watching them, like they're very engaging with people that they don't know, and sometimes it's hard, yep. like to to talk and interact with other people. And like I have to do that now more because you know we're in kindergarten, we have all these. Uh, there's 20 kids in Piper's class, right? Yep. So that's that's a lot of families, that's a mm-hmm. lot of adults, 
And so you don't know everybody. And so you have to kind of reach out and be like, oh, yeah, my daughter plays with your daughter or your son and blah, blah, blah. And so how is that? Because that's that is something I've been thinking a lot about and just sort of like really worried about it because I kind of like we like we, we like being secluded. I reach yeah. out, talk to strangers on the Internet all the time. With you. But yeah. at the same time. I look around the neighborhood and go like, you guys, I don't know if I like what you're doing with like, there's no reason for that behavior. So like, I but, hate your son. Basically. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but um, it's not so, his fault. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, we kind of lucked out because really we need to say, <laughs> no, it's not. It's dude. It, trust so me. It bad. is not mean to say this is life. This is how it goes. I'll oh, give yeah. you my two cents on it. We lucked That's out. That's what I'm here because, for. Exactly. Uh, we lucked out because um, two of Piper's friends uh, are in her actual class. Mm-hmm. One is from her soccer team, and the other uh, was from her uh, old preschool. So mm-hmm. we had known them. So we um, and we got to know their parents really well, and we're actually a very tight group of people now, which is really great. And, and honestly, and that's fine. That's I like. I don't need to become buddy buddy with any of the other parents now because I found kind of like those niche people that we can talk to mm-hmm. and like we like we've had them over for for dinner oh and that's like we, nice so like we've got and we've gone out with them and um and so the, like that those two other couples that's it for us like mm-hmm. Lauren and I are like we don't need to really go beyond that if something happens and we make a connection with another couple great but that's like you gauge that you don't mm-hmm. have to go out to be little miss social butterfly you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like the the parent teacher organization like everybody's so involved in school and everything like that and like just you do it on your own time and you just ease into it mm-hmm. and and so and it's worked out it's worked out really nice and piper loves kindergarten and she's doing really well oh and really man, it is it is crazy the curriculum that they're putting together like she's already had curriculum two, I, I said curriculum she's already had <laughs> two no Three oral presentations. Yes, oral no presentations way. in kindergarten. If I can recall kindergarten, I just remember eating crowns and taking a nap, right? Is that about <laughs> – I think that's about how much kindergarten yeah. was back <laughs> in the day. But, like, she's like – she comes home. She's got to read – like, she has this reading packet and no it has way. all these different books. She's, she's got to read. And it's like, that's a lot of pressure on a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. But I actually really uh, – I really respect it and I really think it's a great idea. Yeah, throw them in front of their peers and let them do an oral presentation. Mm-hmm. Give them that confidence early and, you know, hopefully she'll turn out all right. <laughs> I mean, the part, the part of it is it sounds like it's almost like projecting from adults' perspective because, like, a lot of us grow up to grow a fear of public speaking. And I know, like, even just doing oh, this has God. helped immensely of just – you yeah. just improvise and, and being able to speak and hear your own voice, you can become a little bit more comfortable with it. So we project on the kids like, is this really stressful? But maybe there's the, I don't know, there's probably smarter people who have done the research on this. But as if I think about kindergarten Sean, like this is the kid who like, I mean, maybe a little younger, but like I, I literally as a child, I have a memory of this throwing my pants down to my ankles and telling my mom, I got to go to the bathroom. So Wait, like, there's no shame. Yes. That's the nope. whole point of that stupid story. Nope. I gotta you, tell are, mom. you are considered quote all boy. That's right. perfect. Yeah, that's exactly so, what boys do. And honestly, thank God we had a daughter because my wife <laughs> just can't stand boys anyway. Oh, really? She's like, I can't deal with all that junk and whatever and what have you. Like, mm-hmm. no, forget it because they're so rambunctious. But with with girls, it's different. It's more of an emotional side of things that mm-hmm. you kind of have to 
you have to figure out. And That's what Chelsea, like, I don't know if she did some sort of, like, mental mind trick to, like, control her ovaries, but she made Perfect. a boy happen. She yep. wanted she a, boy a boy, and happen. that's what happened. That's There's awesome. a great picture. We did, like, one of those. It sounds ridiculous and pretentious to say we did nope. a gender reveal. Like, we did one nope. of those, like. That's totally awesome. So, it was a good yep. time, and it was video game theme. That's why I can even bring it up here, because Perfect. Chelsea gave the note to the the baker or whatever and the inside was supposed to be red and blue for a boy pink mm-hmm. and yellow for a girl but the red looked pink so uh, she she uh, looked she took one slice in and came up and it came up with the red but it looked kind of pink and i'm like i thought i saw like a, i think i thought it got spoiled on that first right, cut right. then she took the second cut and took the piece out and i was like oh it is a boy so there's that awesome. and everybody there taking pictures so you can see like the everyone's like oh and then boy yeah, so, yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's I mean, that's I, so cool. Yeah, what? Um, gosh, I could I could take this in a thousand different directions. Man, take Tim. it wherever you want. I'll start with this. What do you? So, what are you playing right now? We are. This is a video game podcast. So okay, let's. Oh, I know that you're playing Assassin's Creed, dude. I am on the struggle bus. With struggle Assassin's bus. Creed. Oh no. Okay, so I've come. This is my first Assassin's Creed since the first one, and I've oh, lived wow. vicariously I never through you. The first one. Yeah, yeah. No, I never played. So, okay, here's the problem. Uh oh. No, no, it's not that I don't love it. It's that it's it's my fault because I started it and I started it um, with only an hour to play. Right. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get you kind of get into the groove thinking, OK, I'll play tomorrow and, and get into it. Well, I played that day for one hour and I didn't get to go back and play play it for like a week. It's yep. just been kind of crazy. And I did busy. the exact same thing. And I'm I'm like the combat's throwing me off. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember to lock or to, you know, do like they've completely revamped the combat, which is great, Mm -hmm. but it's going to take a little getting used to. So that's why I'm struggling a little bit with it. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful though. though. That game is gorgeous. I love all the little things that they've done with it. I, it's just, it's still, I'm still early. I'm still getting into it and I'm coming from shadow of war, which is just straight up button mashing and, you know, with PlayStation, just hitting square, square, mm-hmm. square, and then dodging. Like, so I'm used to that, and I'm not, I'm not used to the the shoulder buttons um, for combat at all. So it's it's a huge transition. So I'm struggling a little bit with it. I started over completely. So I played for about an hour, hour and a half, got through like maybe the first kill or something, and then they're like, I've "Go off and do quests." Mm-hmm. Honestly, Tim, like that was the best thing I ever could have done because I I had that reaction. I think a lot of people did, which was. I don't know about this. And yeah. I was going to put it aside. And then I, and I did, but when I came back to it a couple weeks later, like I am addicted, man. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sitting podcasting with Bobby and like, I kind of just like, I've got the screen. I've got the Xbox like right here. Yeah. It's right there. Like, staring maybe, at you. Maybe I'll Same just play me. Yeah, pretty much. Bobby will talk for 15 minutes and I can just yeah, maybe just get fun. a quest or two on there. Yeah. And, and that's I, what I'm, cause that's what Ed said. Ed was really excited. Like Ed and I have the very same similar, game style which is right. great like we like the same kind of games like i like none of the other guys played mafia 3 i don't think i loved mafia mm, 3 i thought mm-hmm. it's amazing it's rough but it's amazing mm-hmm. and like so ed and i kind of gel and when he said that he's still playing it like after all these months like i like i can't wait to get to that level i'm just not there yet with but assassin's I mean, creed yeah I, and know. i but i will be it's assassin's creed i love assassin's creed i love the fact that they took a year off. I love that. I I fully encourage that because I as I enjoyed Syndicate. I got mm. like I I did not like Unity. I yeah. loved Syndicate. 
that was Syndicate was my first platinum of an Assassin's Creed. I've never chased the platinum before. That's awesome. And Syndicate and Syndicate was just perfect. It just all kind of came in at the right time. And I loved Syndicate. I loved both of the protagonists. I thought they were amazing. Mm. Unity was just overwhelming and it was a hot mess. And it was I loved the setting. It was in France. It was perfect. Like they could have done so much with it. Mm. And the problem is they did too much with it. And it really overwhelmed me because they were really trying to push online as well. And oh, I'm, okay. I'm not like if you I remember I took a screen grab of the map and it was just dots everywhere. And it was and the completion in me just basically fell down and went into a seizure because there was so <laughs> much to do. And so I was like, no, I can't. So I just main I mainlined the whole thing. And I, that was it. I was done mm-hmm. with it. Most video games start up with like that seizure warning and Assassin's Creed starts <laughs> up with like you might get a nosebleed if you look yeah, at or you might go exactly, cross eye if you look exactly. at the map. But I love I'm, this one, man, because you're just sort of like wander. I find myself not actually looking at the map. So they've taken that mini map out of the corner, which yeah, was which I was neat. Kinda, I kind of miss it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like. I don't I don't mind it so much. It it did help. Like it's kind don't you of wish it was a choice though at least. Like Zelda gives you yeah. the choice. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very Witcher ish mm. a little bit now. Like it's kind of moved that way, which I love. Because I uh, I love that game. But um yeah, I'm I just I need to just take like a couple hours and really get back into it. I I may take I may do that and start over just because I I what I it was just too sparse. How many hours do you think you have? Because they teach you like a couple like things. Two, oh, scrap hours. it, scrap it, okay. start over because they teach you a couple things that like I to me didn't really like latch into my brain. I'm like I couldn't quite remember like you said like how yep. to lock on. And yep. then once you learn it maybe a second time, then I don't know, it starts to become a little bit more second nature. And then even just realizing that you don't have to go to the next quest, that there's sort of like emergent gameplay in there where mm-hmm. you can just wander and then a little question mark comes up on your compass. Yep. And you're like, I think I'll just what's that question mark yeah, over there? I I'll spent- see what that is. I spent 30 minutes hunt, hunting to get some um, some soft skins for crafting, and See? I did that in I did that in three too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, the beauty of it is you could do anything. It's a huge sandbox. Um, do you think it's too yeah. big? Uh, you know, like you no. look at the map. No, it's because I no, haven't I'm played fine. the last few. It looks I'm fine. massive. They're they're, pa- they're pacing you right now for mm-hmm. me. Like I'm because I'm sure I could walk off, but dude, I'm used to The Witcher and like mm. all these. Like that was a huge game too, and I spent. I think in The Witcher, I spent all summer on that game. I think I, it was probably two and a half, three months. I spent a good month uh, on Shadow of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of that was just chasing chasing some of the uh, the trophies and that dang trolling trophy that I talked about on the podcast. I know. I, felt, I was oh. like, I feel free because that was it exactly was the same. That's how I left Mordor. I think I've got oh, like two trophies. I think I've got two trophies left that I just couldn't get to line oh, up. Like there's... You know I did what I the mean? same thing. Uh, yeah, because I've, I've got both. I've got both of the shadow platinums. Mordor, there was uh, one or two, and it was just one of those where I was. I, I had to like stop and mm-hmm. go away, and then I came back to it like a day or two later and, and nailed it. So I was planning get... on that, and I think I ended up forgetting basically like <laughs> the nemesis yeah. system and everything. Exactly. It's so it's, yeah, it's so far it. gone. But I feel like <laughs> these games, like I've definitely been playing more open world games. As Good. of late, like they've sort of been like thrown, like shoved down our throat a little bit. And but yeah, I do look. feel like um, Assassin's Creed: The Origins might be the gateway drug that I needed to go back to The Witcher. I played about five to six hours of The Witcher. I'm just like, I'm just not feeling it. 
I think it okay. might have been a little too quick after I played uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, and I okay, think my yeah. brain could only like have room for so much mm-hmm. fantasy and dragons yep. and stuff. Yep, so yep. I just wasn't it just wasn't clicking, but yeah, maybe this is maybe I sh- maybe I should Please go back. Go. Please go back to the There's picture. so much, Tim. I want to go back to. What are games for you? Enough about what are games for you that like you maybe you've dropped or um, that you want to like go back yeah, to? Or I you still missed? Have I have Watch Dogs Two still in its cellophane, <sighs> and I loved. I I liked the first Watch Dogs. I thought it was great. I have Watch mm-hmm. Dogs Two. I still haven't finished the Battlefield One campaign, and that's that's different for me because I'm not. I I knew they had a single player. I loved mm-hmm. World War One. Uh, I was just going to do all the single player stuff and be out. Like I'm not a multiplayer person or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so my backlog right now is South Park, which I can't. I cannot wait to play that. I sort of it can't is, believe that you play it. Yeah, right. You would think, <laughs> but it, it is. I love that kind of sick, twisted humor, mm-hmm. and um, I've just always, I've always enjoyed that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like if it gets too raunchy i'm like oh, okay come on like now it's like some of these movies that are coming out are just getting too over the top raunchy mm-hmm. it's like if it's not done in a if it's not delivered in a decent comedic way you lose it you lose the whole punchline in my mm-hmm. opinion there's a time for that and it's hilarious at times but like eh. but the south park i mean <laughs> matt and trey they'll they'll take it to a level but it's it's hilarious so i played like I pre-ordered and I played um, the Stick of Truth and just it was cracking up and just and loved it. And I actually I'm not a turn by turn system mm-hmm. kind of a guy, and that's exactly what this was. And I know this one is too. And I'm actually excited to get into that. But I'm that's gonna be kind of down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I have what else do I have? And I love Shoot. that you sort of like just fly by the seat of your pants. Like you don't really do. get too into like. I think that's like all of you guys, really. Just like I get way too wrapped up, and I look into a pile of games. And I'm like, okay, so if I spend, like, I go into like spreadsheet mode, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. so like mm-hmm. 50 hours, and if I get like yep. three hours, maybe when no. like it goes down, like, like I got, I got to step away from that because no, listen, if if you're enjoying the game that much, just enjoy the game. Like mm-hmm. I'm not in, and I am in no rush at all to complete anything. But what about well, I got Wolfenstein two? I, I picked up Near Automata. I um, but don't tell people because I bought I bought them just in case other people don't buy them for Christmas. So I'm leaving <laughs> them in the package okay. for now. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry. <laughs> don't Merry. tell no. anybody. Nope, nope, nope. Mom's the word. Um, yeah. yeah, I've got uh, yeah. Watch Dogs Two was still there. I had a great time. I think I platinum that one. Did you? I think I did. That game came out of nowhere for me, and honestly, the only reason I even pre-ordered it was because it was in San Francisco. Yeah. And I like, and I love San Francisco and it just seemed like, I don't think I'd ever, like, I, I hear this all the time. People talked about that too with Assassin's Creed Origins and with, with certain games where they're like the location, that's what drew me in. I've never understood mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. until Watch Dogs 2. And actually I've since forgotten that I, that's why I bought Watch Dogs 2 until we were just talking about it now. And I'm, I'm gone back to going like people are engaged by Egypt and I'm like, I don't understand it, but everybody but has it's awesome. that. Like, I it love is that. incredible. I love that time period and, and all the historical things that they're kind of putting into it, which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to, to just dive into this game. And to be honest, I will probably stay in that game probably until Far Cry 5. Which, Ooh, yes, with, I forgot about five, that. I don't know. I, I'm kind of creeped out that they're going kind of this church-state religion kind of a thing. It's a little creepy, mm-hmm. but it could be really, really cool. I love Far Cry's. I I uh, yeah, 
I did I platinum four? Yeah, I did. Th- I platinum. Three <sighs> so I gotta in. go back to that too. I've got three still in the wrapper oh. for sure. Like that's sort of like my my case study of backlog. Three this- has probably one of the best intros, oh, and I've talked really? about it on the podcast. Yeah, it's a, it's the first. The intro to that game is freaking awesome. Uh, it, it's really cool. I feel and, like that might be enhanced by X for some reason. Like it's one of those backwards compatibility games. Somebody's gonna mm-hmm. oops me on that. Maybe probably it could be. Um, but yeah, it's it's just like I I'm just I have a certain amount of time mm-hmm. to play games, and I and my my rule usually it's just a family rule, and it, I've I've had it is like if the if the family's up. Unless I either a I get permission, or mm-hmm. they're all asleep. Like I don't play when they're up. Like I'd yeah. rather play on my own time, and that's why I get up early, or I'll stay up late and uh, and play till four o'clock in the morning. Um, which every once <laughs> in a while. How much coffee so do you drink? You never talk funny. about coffee. I drink, like yeah, I drink coffee. I get at least a, two cups a day in me. I like yeah. so. When if I, it, it depends when I work, I can work anywhere. So because right. I'm a web developer, so I have a laptop. As long as my Wi-Fi is here, I'm good. So I can work mm-hmm. from the home. If you know somebody's coming to to fix something in the house or just whatever, I can work from my wife's store in downtown Franklin. Or I, I usually go and work over at Ribo too because um, mm. they kind of have like an open office policy, so you can come in and just work there. And and that's how I've gotten to know all those guys. I've I've known them for five six years now. So. Usually, if I'm going to the store with Lauren, I go over to Meredith's, which is the it's a bakery and a coffee place, and I get a, a large coffee for me and then mm-hmm. a diet coke for her. And I've been doing that for about 14 years straight. That is so, so yes, funny. I do, I do that, drink coffee. That's to the what point, I get for Chelsea. I get coffee yeah. for me and a diet coke for her at McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. So and and I actually like Meredith's coffee. They, I think it's better than Starbucks, and you don't have that mm. Starbucks smell to it. And they have all these the, – the roasters that they use is like a – he's a Nashville local and he's got all these really nice good flavors. So I've been going there for years and to the point where like the manager is there. He's like, here, here's your cups. I don't even pay for it anymore half the time. I and like love they've, it. they've grown up with Piper too. So like when Piper comes in, they'll give her like a bag of cookies mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it's just – it's kind of like my bakery cheers. So I just I go in there all it. the time. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it. Tim, when you were on last time, you talked about your dad a little bit. You talked about yeah. growing up in uh, where you were born in Munich, Germany, which I was Munich, surprised Germany, to hear. Yeah. Um, but then you also talked about your dad having a PhD in foreign language. Yes, and he, was, they, he didn't talk about it very much. You no, And then you wanted to go back and see if you could get some sort of – now, this was back in May 2016 that we last chatted, which is, yeah. I can't believe it's been a year and a half. I, that's that's insane. It that's seems like yesterday. Crazy. I know. It seems like yesterday. But um yeah, I uh I've never I mean my dad is going it's been kind of a rough year for my dad. That's why I wanted down. to ask you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He, so back in May, he was diagnosed with stage 4 double hit uh lymphoma in his in the left hip. So Tim, basically I didn't realize it was stage 4, man. Holy crap. Yeah, Holy cow. I, we we didn't either. Um, he was back in like January. So he was complaining, like he's just had, uh, some like hip and leg pain and it wasn't like a sciatic nerve or anything. Mm-hmm. My mom's a nurse too. She's been a nurse for 35 some odd years. So she, she kind of can gauge a lot of this stuff. And he was just complaining about, um, some pain in his leg, went to the chiropractor and like mm-hmm. that didn't work. And they, long story short, they ended up finding this huge mass in his hip. Right. So, um, right after Memorial day, they basically started the cancer the cancer treatment and i didn't realize how intense it was but he had to do a total of six treatments six treatments uh 
six days in the hospital, 24-hour chemo. Mm-hmm. So he was basically hooked up on an IV Just for six days. Holy so cow. he's on a drip for six, I think it was five days, and then he's off for two weeks, and then yeah. goes back on five days, off for two weeks and all that. So, How are like, the weeks after? So I know that like depending on the treatment and, and stuff, you could be like couple good for a couple of days and then it just yeah. hits you like, a, like yeah. a pile of bricks. And then, yeah. So like how were the, the weeks first, off? First treatment, he, he lost all of his hair. Yeah. Um, and then they put him on prednisone, which is a huge steroid. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is uh, I think at the third treatment, he ended up getting um, compression fractures in his vertebra in mm-hmm. three, four, in three, four, and five, I think. So now he's miserable because he's got a brace. He's in a lot of pain, and he's just getting weaker and weaker. So it was it was rough for a while, but thankfully, uh, after the sixth treatment, and the the oncologist there, Vanderbilt here, Nashville is a great place for cancer research for. There's a, it's a huge medical city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanderbilt's down there, and that's where my dad went. And the oncologist and the person that was taking care of him is this Nigerian uh, doctor who studies this exact type of cancer. Oh man! So he was on top of all that. He was the perfect patient for my dad because he was doing research and like really studying him and everything. So he gave him extra special care and mm-hmm. overall just an amazing doctor. And he's also very over overly cautious. So. If we may not have to do this, we're probably still going to do this just to make sure that all the cells are out. Right. So long story short, he's in remission. The problem was after that sixth treatment, he just went hugely downhill. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was uh, he had a walker. He could barely walk. Um, and he was just super weak. What happens now for the past month and a half is on Thursdays, I go over to my mom and dad's house because my mom goes to a Bible study at her church. Uh, so I'm with him from like nine until one thirty in the afternoon and I'll just bring my computer and work. Mm-hmm. And so, and I want to give my mom a sense of normalcy because she's, she like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know it. how she handled it because she, you know, as a nurse, you can kind of turn it off and get into nurse mode. Mm-hmm. This was completely new for her. So she kind of shut down as well because she didn't know what to do. And so she was very focused on just what does dad need? What does dad need? And so we're all trying to rally around her and be like, look, it's okay. Mm-hmm. He's fine. You know, we, this is just going to be a slow build. And, mm-hmm. um, so I've been going over there and, and being with him and man, <clears throat> the first week it was just, he's just really unstable. He got it. Fortunately, he got a really cool Walker, which really helps him out. <laughs> and now like, and now, uh, like t- tomorrow I go and s- no Thursday, I go and see him. But last week, like I go in there and he's not even using it and he's walking around. Holy His cow. voice is back and everything. So, I mean, this has been, like in September was rough and now it's, it's just, it's amazing how much the chemo just takes and sucks the life out of you. Mm-hmm. And it's such a slow build to get back to where you were before cancer. That still sounds, so, that sounds quick to me though. Like I know mm-hmm. I mean, as you're living yeah. a day to day, it's like, gosh, this like any day it would be feels, nice. Yeah, yeah. It feels uh, longer than, than it may be. But uh, yeah, he's real. Thank First off, thank you for asking. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, he's doing he's doing really well. It was a very weird like the whole summer was just a very weird period. Uh, you know, this was kind of our first real uh, bout of our any family members that really had cancer that that you know were battling something. That sucks, and man. I, maybe maybe I didn't know. Like everybody was asking me how you were doing, how you were doing. I felt kind of calm about it. Like yeah. I didn't. 
I, a, I didn't really know what else to think and mm-hmm. because I've never experienced this before. And maybe I didn't know the severity of it and how quickly it could go downhill if it wasn't treated quicker. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. But but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like I just never knew anything about it. So mm-hmm. once you kind of got educated on it, it was it was pretty incredible. It's one of those things that, you know, just I unfortunately um, I see it quite a lot and unfortunately just visited a friend in the hospital who had mm. broken his arm lifting a bed sheet that's how fragile wow. he was yeah. it's exactly how and brutal it's just you like think. holy crap so but it's one of those things like cancer is a word that everybody knows somebody who's either face or they've had a family member it's just mm-hmm. everybody knows it but you don't really know it and so you go through it. <laughs> oh man so i my heart break was breaking for you all summer just hearing you know the weekly updates and yeah, and yeah. i could i got a sense from even from you or even from uh everybody else on the show it's like it's very serious like it's very yeah i don't know but you want to be positive you want like yeah, yeah, that's the best with mind over matter what are you gonna do like i mean what, yeah what else can you do you have to just kind of think positively but that's just you tim well, that's, that's not special case for this. I, that's just Lauren you in always general. says I have theme music in my head all the time, and I do because, <laughs> to be honest, like why not? Really, yeah. like why not? There's so much other crap going on. Like why bother? Um, I I always try and put a spot a positive spin, and maybe also because I'm a coder, so it's like if there's a problem, I want to try and fix it. I don't yeah. focus on the problem; I focus on the solution. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm always like, oh, we'll figure it out. You know, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just. I don't know. It was it was definitely weird. And you're right. Like people throw around. Oh, yeah. You know, we you know, we've had friends that had cancer, but you don't really know. Until like if you, you go see somebody it. go through it, it's totally different. So, it, yeah, it it's good that you guys have rallied and that yeah. it's family first, right? Yeah, it definitely was family first. The interesting part about that is I never visited him in the hospital. Yeah, uh, it's hard. We, we had pipe. Well, we had Piper at the, uh, you know, Piper was in. Well, during the summer, she was running around. But because he was so immune deficient like they had him in like a vacuum sealed area so basically we didn't bring her or any of us in just because we didn't want to risk it the infection that's Mm -hmm. how uh, susceptible to anything he could have been yeah so we didn't visit him in the hospital uh which was fine so we just facetimed all the time so i mean and and we threw piper right into it she knew (laughs) all of that technology that you just stated is absolutely incredible like like everything about that entire story is tech exactly yeah. So, I mean, that's what we did. And, and Piper loved FaceTiming with grandpa. And here he, there he is. And you can see like the all the chemo bags behind him or <clears throat> he'll be up and about and whatever. And it was perfect. That mm-hmm. was the that was probably the best way to do this. And, you know, I didn't feel any guilt for not going there. I just knew that he, he had to be kind of isolated from everybody. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it was it was really it's really good. Things are, are rolling along. We're actually having our our family Christmas this uh, Sunday. Nice. Um, they usually go up to see my aunt up in Delaware, but he's still pretty weak and yeah. she's got a lot of stairs in, in her house. So they're just going to stay home, which is great because this is like the first Christmas that my parents have actually stayed here. So we're all going to get together and it's all going to be fine. It'll, it'll work out great. How's his, how's his appetite? What's he doing to get, to get stronger these days? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's good. definitely eating, he's eating more. Um, yeah. he gets PT too. So he's, uh, so that helps a lot. I, mean, I didn't think anybody up. could get PT anymore. I thought it was taken off the PlayStation store. Nah. <laughs> it's a bad joke. It's a bad. <laughs> Ask Gabe about that. He'll, okay. He'll, he'll <laughs> Maybe I won't. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so, yeah. So I think that's been helping him because good, he, 
I think he was really frustrated at first because like he couldn't get up like two or three steps without mm-hmm. nearly passing out. That he's would up, be frustrating like, at any age. And then, yeah, if you just, I mean, he's had like, he's done some incredible things and yeah. you know, like I mentioned at the start, um, you, you knew things about his sort of like a previous life, but he didn't really go into it too much. Did well, you ever well, kind of pick at his brain a little bit no, since I, then? I haven't. He, what he essentially did was he worked for the department of defense. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the quote classified stuff, uh, the only thing that I remember in what my mom <laughs> quote classified right, right. top <laughs> secret killing <laughs> after I tell you, whatever <laughs> aliens, that kind of stuff, air quotes, whatever. <laughs> no, um, it's one of those things where he, so when we were in, Berlin. We were stationed. I was born in Munich. We came back to the States and then from 80 to 82, I was in West Berlin at the time. So this is Berlin wall. This mm-hmm. is, you know, communism versus capitalism, the whole nine. Uh, I just remember my father, uh, there was always a hijack, like some East German would hijack a plane or something like that. And God. he was always kind of in the middle of that. Any spy information, he was always kind of involved in that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I never really picked his brain about that. Um, too much just because you know it's probably old information at this point anyway so mm-hmm. i mean because he had uh, he was proficient in german he would basically any east german that would defect or cross the wall or somehow get over to west berlin they would basically grab them and just kind of talk to them and kind of interrogate them he would mm-hmm. he would a kind of get them acclimated to capitalism and Western civilization. And at the same time, he'd want to get information on what the East Germans were doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's how he worked for the Department of Defense. So he had a pretty cool uh, job. So it was a lot of fun. And so um, you guys probably connect really strongly, you know, with your career. So you, you yeah. pop open a laptop and go to a coffee shop and he's, you know, stopping hijacks and bringing exactly. people. I'm building websites world. and he's stopping hijacks and espionage. Isn't that the classic like father son dynamic of oh, like well, what have what have you done with your life? Like I wonder like what what Lincoln will do when when I he know, grows right? up. Like yeah, I know. hopefully I, it's cushy. I guess that's what we should all want for our kids is that yes. they have a cushier life. But yes, yeah, it's, you want you want to provide as much as possible for them so that they can kind of slide into it, but. You also want to teach them responsibility and, mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. So it's yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's fun. Like when I go over, he usually he loves all kinds of war movies, specifically World War Two and that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. Uh, during his treatment, I think on the, like uh, when Dunkirk first came out, I actually oh, yeah. took him to the movie. He wore a mask and gloves and everything. But we went to like the early early like eleven o'clock show, mm-hmm. and because uh, I know he really wanted to see that. And then we were talking about the Army Navy game, which happened this past weekend down here in Philly. Uh, that's always a huge, uh, a, a huge thing. Uh, Army rival versus Navy uh, football game. Oh, and it's nice! Such a cool. If you ever get a chance to go to an Army Navy game, they usually do it. Uh, they they'll change locations. One one's in Philly, and uh, the the cadets for Army uh, are trained up in West Point, which is up in upstate New York. And then mm-hmm. you've got. The, the Navy guys, which are down in, in Annapolis, there is it, the Army Navy game is 119 years in as a rivalry. There's all these traditions that are involved the week of the Army Navy game. It's it's the most incredible thing. My dad was able to, to take us 
as kids and just even when I was, I think, in high school to an Army-Navy game and like the Army cadets come out and they they walk out in formation on the field and then they go to their bleachers and then the Navy cadets come out. They do the same thing. There's like I've never even heard of this before. It is it is the coolest thing. It's probably one of the greatest football games and one of the greatest football rivalries in America. And it's, it's just, uh, there's so much honor and you have so much, you feel so proud when you watch these. Yeah, of games. course. Oh it's, my God. It's, it's just bleeding American patriotism. Yeah, just exactly. like, yeah, it's super cool. And so we were talking about that because army's one, uh, army usually gets crushed. We usually have a horrible team and, uh, the past <laughs> two years, we won it two years in a row now. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. So he and I like talk about that stuff, but most mm -hmm. of the time when I'm babysitting, babysitting him, I guess you could say mm -hmm. I'm working, he's, you know, he likes to blog like he's during his oh, whole, cool. during his whole cancer treatment, he was doing uh, just some blog posts when he could, or when he felt up to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good for him to kind of keep him, just keep something going for him. And I mean, he reads and so he's been, he's been really good. So it's been, it's a long road. But his his recovery is I'm really impressed. He's doing really well. And he, every week he gets better and better. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that, man. Yeah. It's, well, I, it's, I hope that's a, just a, a singular episode that just you can you can yeah. just keep in 2017 and you yep. move on into 2018. And yeah, and that's I mean, it. And he's been pretty much cleared like he doesn't have to go back and see the oncologist for like six months. So now it's just a routine thing. That's what I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea now is that it should be in remission. Um, he's pretty confident he got all of it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, That's then we incredible. just, kinda, yeah, just, we just kind of go from there and figure it all out, but it, it's, it's pretty cool. What well, are you guys doing for, what are you guys doing for Christmas? So you... it's so funny because our Christmas, Christmas plans with my family in particular are always change like probably 17 times from when we start Sweet. making them in November to when Sweet. they actually happen. So awesome. as of right now, uh, I think we got everything kind of like laid out, um, but who knows, man? And it's it's uh, you got a baby now, Chelsea, though, man. You Chelsea, got that, excuse. and that's the priority, right? Like, so Christmas yeah. Day will actually be here, but usually on Christmas Day uh, before Lincoln, Chelsea and I would actually go to our family, like each of our family's house. We would split on oh, Christmas Day. She would go to her I'm mom's, and okay. totally. So you know, just we we would take the whole morning and then afternoon, and then about dinner time. We'd either go to I go to her mom's house or she'd come right, to my family's house and and everybody's um, in your, your area, right? No, well, ish, yeah. It's about it's about a half an hour that kind of separates my like where I live and where my family is, like okay. where my parents are. So it's not too bad, but that's sort of the thing that you know we realized we didn't really want to split up the day, so we just no. kind of like okay, you do your thing there, and we'll come yep. again. If we had Christmas Eve that we'd spend together, we would call that our Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, then that's great. Boxing Day is the day after Christmas Day for yep. Canada, so it's a it's a it's all craziness as well. Um, so yeah, it's just a matter of like kind of figure out what day we are where and where we're eating dinner. Right. Where. And other than yep. that, it's, it's going to well, be have nice. Them come to you now, man. You've got Lincoln. Just have them all come to you. I mean, we were first though. We were, yeah, we were second. So my, yeah. my sister kind of has dibs on that. You got that. the silver. You got the yeah. silver medal on that one. Twice. Dang I'm it. the second kid too. So we've got baby sister who had babies first. So that's, that's like gold medal for her. And then, yeah, I'm sure, the second sure. kid. Yep. There's not even, we were trying to, we were like, yeah, I think Lincoln probably looks like me when, when I was a baby. And we're like, yeah, mom, where are my baby pictures? She's like, I'm <laughs> sure I have some around here. And <laughs> Lori says that with through. her parents too, because she's got an older brother and they're like, oh, what's Sonny doing today? Because he's yeah. the golden child. Yeah. It's so funny. I have an older brother. He's four years older than me, but we don't have that kind of rivalry. He, mm -hmm. we just, 
we're we're both too chill. We just kind of do our thing and, and yeah, go. I'm not surprised. I can't believe it's Christmas already. I can't believe how fast this year has has flown. It's, it's unbelievable. It, it hits September and then it's just like downhill on a slippery slope to just yeah. like let's just crash into into the new year. I love I love from September on though. Like I love like Halloween and the fall. And fall is have, awesome. And then we have Thanksgiving and then we and then it's Christmas and then New Year's and then. I even like like that January period. Like I want, I want a snowstorm here in Nashville so bad <laughs> because a dusting, a dusting would shut down the city for like a day or two, and it'd be mm-hmm. awesome to have a snow day. I often think <sighs> about what we drive through just to like. I guess you know it's minus thirty and there's two yep. feet of snow out. I guess it's gonna be a rough drive to work. Exactly. Like, people exactly. are risking their lives out here. This mm-hmm. is insane. I what love about it, you? man. What about you? I wanted to. I wanted to ask you about Christmas traditions and because like there's yeah. a reason I wanted. So you are one of two returning guests coming back for December. It's married to the oh, games so- themed. I, I I wanted to make sure that I got you and Gabe back. Uh, oh, hopefully I I've scheduled Gabe by then. Uh, um, you, but you better, man. Well, he's I, not he's not on the road or anything. Well, he I think he will. They usually do an event between that Christmas and New Year's, I think. But he's he's here. Well, the problem I is I, I reached I out by the did. the reason is I the problem is I'm I'm relying on Discord because I didn't want to direct message the uh, the MTGG account because I don't I got want to upset Ed or no no, no or don't Chris. worry about it. They're not because I have, have them back. Well, Ed, I owe a second show anyways because I lost his episode. It, my <laughs> computer just like just it it literally like it showed we had such a great chat about his dad too. Of course. Yeah, it was yeah. one of those. I think he might hate me because of it, no, and, I, and I haven't Ed, asked him back on. Ed and I want to have, have a hateful bone in his body. Oh, don't well, even worry people about find it. it for me somehow. I think I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what's this? John's got a bullseye on the yeah, back of exactly. His so, but I wanted to, I wanted to have specifically the Married to the Games crew back on for December because I don't know that I've heard anybody love Christmas quite as much as me and you guys take it to the next level. Like the, your knowledge of Christmas songs blows oh, me away. Classic. Like you guys classic. have, like I couldn't name anything. Like I will oh, recognize I it, but yeah. I can't off the top of my head. Like just. I think that's just your guys' minds in general. Like you're you're asked a thousand questions every single week from your amazing community, which by the way, is very intimidating for no. you to come on a show and like, okay, so what are you gonna ask a guy who's been asked everything on the no, on this show? I couldn't um, wait to get on this because I know I know how this works and it's like we look at what we've done. It's already an hour and I wanna keep going like another hour just because yeah, man. We, we like the the path that we can take is anywhere, and it doesn't matter. I could, we could like, talk about we the fact talk. that Cartman has a Santa hat in the back. Exactly, here. it'd be amazing. Speaking of the stick of truth, exactly. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I don't know. I love I love Christmas. Like I've always grown up with Christmas. What you know? What's funny? Uh, because my wife owns a stationery and gift store, the holidays is like her Super Bowl. And oh so, yeah. She's like she didn't come home until like eight o'clock uh, tonight, and she prints a lot of Christmas cards for her customers and all that other stuff. We have this; she has this mega printer in the back of the store, and so they cut a sheet, like a twenty by thirty sheet of, and she designs it, lays it all out, and then they they cut all the cards and do all that stuff. So mm. that's what you're doing from Thanksgiving on, basically. <laughs> and I, you know, work starts to slow down for me, so then I'll come in and pinch hit and and help mm-hmm. cut and and run errands and that kind of stuff. So it's it's a lot of hustle and bustle. And, uh, so that leaves me like doing a lot of the other things to, to help her out. So I'll, you know, I'm, I was with Piper today and, um, 
there's just, there's always something. So like this from here on out, like we're pretty much booked up. And, um, are you last good at week- decorating? Like, do you, are you like, yeah, cause I'm more of like the, the grunt, like I just grab all the decor. I got, like, right. got tubs in the shed and I'm mm-hmm. the one who brings it all out. You bring it down and then she does all the, everything else. She's a, that- she's the one who, did, who had, she, we got a Pikmin over there. I'm not sure if you can see your Pikmin is in a little, like, oh, that's amazing. uh, sack. We've got little bows on, on top of, uh, what the heck that's, is that from fallout? Yeah, I think that thing is from Fallout. Yeah, there's a whole like there's everything is decorated. We've got with every dog in this house, which we have three. They each have their own tree. That's um, amazing. There's a Skylanders tree off to the side here. Love it. So Christmas it. is rocking no, and rolling. I love it. Yeah, it's just one of those like I just I love the the hustle and bustle of it, but it is exhausting because you know once you start into December, there's always something going on. So like the first weekend in December. In Franklin, they did the Christmas tree lighting Friday evening, and then mm-hmm. on Saturday during the day is a parade, so you have to coordinate all that. This past weekend, they do a festival on Saturday and Sunday, which is called Dickens of a Christmas, and it's set in like the Christmas it. Carol, mm-hmm. Charles Dickens kind of vibe, and a lot of people dress up, and it's good for Lauren. She gets a lot of foot traffic. We set up a tent, all that stuff, so she hasn't had a day off. Like We don't have weekends from here on out anymore where we can just sit and do nothing, <laughs> and so but I love the hustle and bustle of that, and I think she does too, just because it keeps you going. So like, you kind of have to. You you have to because my weekend is shot. So this Saturday we have uh, Lauren's brother and sister in law. They're they're um, going down to Florida to visit um, her her sister in law's parents. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be here for Christmas. So they wanted to do our our family Christmas on Saturday. And then Sunday during the day is my family's Christmas. And then that night is our friends, Pauline and Pierre, that's her birthday. So we've got a birthday party. So Sunday shot. So and like, and then the following, what's the following weekend? Well, the following weekend is just around Christmas. So it's like, there's always something going on. The whole month is Christmas. The whole month is Christmas. So why not just celebrate it? So our tradition is typically after we celebrate Thanksgiving, um, on that Friday or Saturday is usually when we get our tree mm-hmm. and we decorate the tree. And then we're in a new house this year. So, um, in the old house, I would get like tons of, I'd go to Costco and get tons of their garland. Yeah. And then I'd put, I'd put lights up on the garland and then string up the garland along, around the house, along the outline of the house. That's awesome. I didn't have to do as much in this house, which is nice because it, it goes up more than it's, uh, our old house was a ranch and this is a two story. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we would do that and then we decorate the tree and I'm kind of like you I would bring down a lot of stuff unwrap it all but I'll let Lauren and Piper do all oh, the decorating yeah. how has it been that. with Piper now sort of like coming into Christmas a little bit it's... here like Lincoln doesn't know what the hell is going on oh no no we won't, <laughs> we won't for a while but we're we're doing elf on the shelf right now love it so, yeah uh, Piper's elf is named Elfsa. Uh, that's um, so perfect and yeah it, it is classic <laughs> and so it is so much fun. Like yeah. it. she gets the biggest kick out of it. And I, I like, I love it. Like mm-hmm. I'll believe, I'll believe in, and I'm talking lightly like, as if she's going to come out and, and discover me talking right. about this, which is hilarious, <laughs> but she's down the hall. So it's not a big oh, deal. Oh my God. If this is the way she found out, I would never forget. I, myself. Right? I would never forget myself. Like daddy. <laughs> no. It's, what do you I, mean? No, I love it. So like every night we put Elsa in like a different, thing like she was in like a bowl of cheerios like taking a cheerios bath or something like that or or like we'll we'll come up with stuff and sometimes like and the good thing is is i get up early so like if i see her in the same spot i'm like oh crap i gotta move her and think of something to do Mm -hmm. but i love it i love giving her that that fantasy about it and everything she she loves it she's like the first thing she does when she wakes up is what did elsa do so we go out and we look around 
and it's just it's the best. And I you're you'll when you get there, it's just so much fun. I can't so I, wait. I'm going to be doing it before uh, he, I should be. Like basically yeah, next yeah, it's year, fun. it's on. Yeah, totally. Yeah, as, oh, as soon it. as they can comprehend who that is and who that is, go for it. I say, yeah, God. So yeah, we even got like some uh, additional props and stuff, which I haven't even opened up yet. We're just trying to be a little creative with our with our elves, but she loves it. It's it, and it's just so much fun. That's the best. We'd have an elf on the shelf at work and there's a, there's a, Oh, I mean a, a whole crew of us are just like me. Like we're just idiots. And, um, so we kind of go overboard a little, a little yeah, bit. Sure. So I set up one, one person's office, like the volleyball scene from Top Gun. So I took some like fishing line basically and I had them like suspended in the air, like yeah. ready for a spike. And then I printed out like a volleyball net on just like eight and a half by 11, just like this giant net across. Yeah. And I put up like pictures of like topless Tom Cruise and everybody else. <laughs> and then great. just before she came into the office, I had uh, that, that Top Gun saw like, um, Whatever the song was. Yes, yes. Playing on a Bluetooth speaker just as she was coming to the office. It was amazing. So, like, now somebody's uh, on – she's just coming in just once a week. So we're taking that extra time to take out everything in her office and replace it with cardboard boxes. Yep. So she's got a cardboard box chair and computer monitor everything else. It's like I love Christmas. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Next week is gift wrap it all and wrap her entire desk in wrapping paper. It would be amazing. I freaking love Christmas. Chris, uh, Tim, when 2018 comes around, what have you got? You mentioned Far Cry. What's what's getting you excited about next year in the video game world? Uh, you know, right now, I think it is just Far Cry 5. Um, I, as always, I'm always mm-hmm. curious about The Last of Us. I did not watch. <laughs> Actually, that's what I should ask you. I scrapped that question. I, I yeah, redact. Yeah. Here's a new question. What's your bold prediction for 2018? <laughs> last of Us 2. You yeah. call The Last of Us. <laughs> um, you know, I, and what's funny is now that the cat's out of the bag with it and we've seen kind of two things with it, I'm not touching it. I didn't watch the panel on uh, for PSX. Me I did actually. See- I did see the performance with Troy Baker and and what's her Amanda what's her name Amanda or some the Crap, one that putting me on the on the spot yeah no don't mm. worry about it but they did a like a they did a duet together and Troy Baker sang as Joel and it was unfreaking believable when his voice hit that's oh. the, I saw they cut they, somebody carved out the song just as a video on its own and yeah he like I didn't expect him to sing and then it's just like this deep yeah. I don't know that's it's, that deep it's as if, voice it's amazing yeah. so I'm I'm looking forward to that whenever that happens. But you know, I I kind of don't look too far. Like there's mm. there's games that I know I want to play. I still have to pre-order Far Cry Five, and I'll do that with all the gift cards that I'll get from Christmas, which is great. I love it. It's so funny. Like the past three years, I have never purchased a console for myself or any games. It's all been done on gift you cards. You got the and system order. down, man. I got the system down. I've got. I should write a book or something on it. This is um, this is awesome. I, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. Like I think. In the immediate future, it'll be Far Cry Five, um, but yeah, I, I, I think I think I'm kind of interested in God of War. Mm. I think that's gonna be interesting. I've never played any of the other ones. I take that back. I played the demo for two or three, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool. But yeah. I mean, this is totally different. Pretty mindless, yeah, yeah. So because um, I think there's more of a story there, mm-hmm. um, and that you know, that's for now. That's all I can think of. Um, it's because those are the only things that like we even sort of have dates for. I think Far Cry just got moved, and then I think like God of War was like getting teased, or there was some sort of leak that just came out. I think like they're looking at maybe March. 
is what I saw no, late recently. No way. They're going to push that back. There's that's no way they're thinking. Far Cry 5 is pretty much done, and they're pushing it back to what, February? Are they in February? They're in late February. Yeah, now, right? yeah. And I was going to say, you know, you touched on the maybe controversial theme or whatever they're exploring there. You know what? They're, they're, they shouldn't be moving it. They should be dropping it as soon as possible while everybody's still pissed at Destiny and all the loot box stuff in Battlefront. They oh, still, my God. Yeah. But we're going to be nice and rested he looking is, for something I mean, else to be pissed about. They are the whipping boy right now of everything, which, you know, it's you either you're either going to pay to play or you're not. And if mm-hmm. you're not going to like I didn't participate in any of the shadow in the shadow of war, you can pay to get upgraded gear. And I did none of that. And I was perfectly I'm fine. I'm exactly and, the same. And it doesn't matter to me if you want to, fine. If you don't want to, fine. I don't care. Even mm-hmm. if there's a different user experience, I, I'm one of those where I want to say that I just did it by doing it the, the grunt way, like leveling up, getting doing the missions mm-hmm. to you know get extra XP, you know, crafting, getting up, upgrading your gear, all that stuff. I don't need to buy it. Actually I, playing the game? I actually get more enjoyment in actually playing the game the way it was supposed to be with no pay out for anything i mean the only thing that that i've gotten before is when you pre-order sometimes you get an extra mm-hmm. gun or something like that what's funny uh for when dead space 3 came out i pre-ordered that and i got the cool. gun uh, like i got some random gun and that was the gun i ended up using the entire campaign oh it was it. actually good oh yeah, okay decent, and then i upgraded it and it made it even better and man i miss those games i miss the dead space oh, series Dead space definitely they dead were- space 2 is actually like like a nine plus hard. Like, like that game is really good you're right it was well it's survival it was horror yeah i had to uh lower the difficulty on the boss for two yeah man that was the only one i've i've said it many times on the podcast too that was my most difficult challenging boss was the end of dead space i don't know why i think it's when all those little kids came out and like you oh. couldn't get them all in one shot like if you didn't like smash down and stun them or or nail them in one shot, they just came and like got you before you can even get to the boss. What a great memory you have! I would not yeah. have been, like I, when you describe it. I, I'm recalling it, but I would not have picked that that out of my brain. Yeah. I don't know. That's I'm always that's, impressed by that. It just stuck in me. I mean, I remember throwing the controller on the couch like I <laughs> can't get past this. I was getting so frustrated. The DualShock yeah. Three is pretty pretty robust. Kind yes, of. It was. it's a pretty durable <laughs> kind of controller. I yeah, feel like really they're fun. a little more fragile now, although I haven't put it to the test quite. Yeah. Probably it's, Donkey Kong Country is the last time I okay. really put a controller through its paces, I think. I, I can see that. I, you know, and what's it. funny is, like, I, what's coming out for Xbox, too? I have not fired up that Xbox since uh, Tomb, since Rise of the Tomb Raider. I know. It makes me so sad, Tim. It, I know. It makes me sad, too, but, uh, and I'm looking at your S right now, I'm like, man, that's that's way good-looking that's a nice little piece of hardware. It actually you makes there. you want to turn it on. Like it actually, the it fact does. that it like, like I'm, it's the I'm same a, thing I'm as the black kind of one. Like, the button right? for you right now, like, or like... just what if, what if we just kind of like started up the <laughs> one and the the X is in the other where on my main TV actually. So I, I kind of have this if I wanted to like stream or anything. I've, I've got this. I've only got a 1080p monitor here anyway, yeah. so Fine. I figured then I might as well have the S here. I got the X over there. And, How is that? Uh, Are you loving it, dude? I'm kind of loving it. Yeah. Like I. Who is I, I was talking to a friend and he was sort of like, it was funny. I was actually talking to two friends at a Christmas party last week and they're like, yeah, I saw that X and like, is it worthwhile? Like, is it not? I'm like, I mean, they, and I know that they both have 4K TVs and like, you guys have to get it. And these are the kind right. of guys who love like having the latest thing. And like for them, it was a no brainer. And for me, it's like load times for me are huge, which okay. 
everybody like we all know <laughs> that, that that better load times are, are better but I really, really hate long load you times. So when a game, like I actually did some side-by-side comparisons, like Forza 7, which I feel like I'm the only one on, in like our side of the planet who plays Forza or likes Probably. racing games. Mm-hmm. Um, it halves the loading times. Like you're looking wow. at a minute to 30, like a minute on the S versus 30 seconds, which still sounds like when you're experiencing like lot, it, 30 yeah. seconds is still like a long time. But um, Shoot, man, man, just load times alone. Is, right? Actually, yeah. Fallout was a good example. I just kept going to my phone every time, like I would move, yeah. like fast travel or something. I'd yep, go yep, look yep. at my phone, get lost in whatever's going on there, and yep. I go, "Oh, how long has the game been ready for me?" And I end up missing even more time just because I didn't want to look at a load screen because I'm totally ADD when it comes to yeah, that. Totally fine. Yeah, load screens don't bother me either. Like just load, get your stuff done, and I'll look at my phone and check something here or there, and mm-hmm. then oh, okay, we're back up and running. That's great. But, but yeah, to bring it all full circle, Assassin's Creed is kind of one of the games that that proves that this is worth it for me. Like it, it great. looks gorgeous, and there, I don't ever have to have the worry as a as somebody who's been playing on Xbox this entire generation. I'm always thinking, is this better on PlayStation? It's probably better on PlayStation, even though even huh. if there's a chance that there's parity, there's always that thing in the back of my mind that's like maybe this is better somewhere else. There's no chance for that anymore. And that like wow. comfort is worth it for me because I like all the other things about Xbox. Yeah. So for those reasons, for me, it's, it's That's totally so interesting well. because I don't, I don't go into a game thinking, I wonder if this is better on Xbox. The reason why I don't play Xbox is because to me, Microsoft doesn't have the kind of games that I like. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Well, you play third party though. You play that's the I do funny play thing. Like you play I, a lot of third party. What, I, I'm more comfortable with the Dual Shock than I am with the. the that's Xbox the big thing. Control. That totally. is that is the biggest mm-hmm. hurdle for me, especially uh, R1 and 2. The, those bumpers, I feel like like the the Dual Shock is very comfortable. It's just boop. The, I feel like with the Xbox, I got to come back even further, mm-hmm. and um, so it's the, it's just a comfort level for me. But like, if they had more games, like exclusive games which i think i think we're going to see a huge huge uh, resurgence in microsoft first party games especially now that the x is out wait till this next e3 i think we're going to see some stuff that nobody predicted before and hopefully it's good it's good new ips like i want really i want some good stuff give me like give me like a last of us-esque kind of an ip for x for xbox and i am all over yeah they're not even close to anything like that you know what i was just saying i was playing pubg just before we just before we came on i want i want a battle royale mode on halo or something like that like i want like there's nothing really like by the time this airs i will have played pubg a little bit more but there's nothing really like that unique about it other than the fact that it's 100 people like dropping on this island and it but it's the thrill, isn't that the thrill and the challenge? Is hey, I want to get as as. Far but I as could I do can. that in, a, in I could do that in a different game. Like if they put that mode in Gears of War, I, I that's got to be great. That has to be. Yeah, that'd be great. amazing. So I'm looking forward to Sea of Thieves in 2018. Um, I should be able to get a chance to try out a bit of that beta, and I'm just kind of getting into this stuff of. Let's hop on some multiplayer. Hopefully, I know somebody in a time zone that lines up with, with my <laughs> gaming time because the Lord knows that it's yeah between like well it's now like this is this is pretty much it in the evenings. This is your, is, this is your prime time. Is it so? Yeah, That's man, so I, I'm pumped. I I can't wait to see what 2018 has in store. I don't know if uh, if you had a chance to really like think about game of the year for 2017 but like the list goes on and on and on yeah, i won't put you on the spot for it but no no that, there's there's some good ones and that's kind of the reason why when i and i said this on the podcast too like i wanted to get into assassin's creed at least in this year because 
every year when there's an Assassin's Creed, I'm playing it. And it's mm-hmm. usually, usually one of my game of the years. Like Black Flag was definitely, that's after three, after the bitter taste of three, Black Flag, they totally redeemed uh, themselves. I got to go back and play it. Oh my god! I haven't, tr- I haven't tried. It's been sitting you, on my Xbox for I years know. and years, and I, every time I kind of hover over, I'm like, because I got to manage my hard drive. So am I going to delete course. that? No, I'll for no, sure come back to that. Do one. Do not delete that. Please play that game. Okay. Um, so my game of the years, I think I, I haven't figured them. I'll just tell you like the ones that I, I don't have them in any particular order. Shadow mm-hmm. of War is up there for me. I'm with you, man. It was so that much fun. Might, that might make game of the year for me. Um, I, I did love uh, Lost Legacy. Um, mm. I thought that was great. Um, it was okay. It was okay, right? Yeah, like it's not, yeah, I thought it was all right. I liked, I, I liked the, uh, the voice acting was great. I loved mm. the, the banter between the girls. I love that it's female protagonists this time too. That was mm-hmm. great. But it's a lot of the same thing. It was a lot of the same Uncharted stuff. So I wasn't expecting anything you know anything for me it was the villain i think i think i didn't really love like especially after four i thought four was like the the villain in four like rafe was his name he was so strong and just so like complex and it seemed like he was going to be a very cliche type of villain but then it's like no man there's a lot to him and especially after the first three villain yeah but like but the daniel craig like where he's actually he's Mm -hmm. got character to him he's not just a caricature of a villain which is like the sean connery days but anyway that's a whole other speaking about traditions we used to do on new year's eve we used to try and see how how far into the james bond series we could get <laughs> like one after another at my parents house Wait, and dude it was start, like you, you started doctor no like beautiful. and that's it that's <laughs> that's as far as it goes because <laughs> back in those days like you could get at the mom and grop video shop uh, you you get like this roll of coupons. You get like twenty coupons for twenty bucks, and each coupon is good for a rental. And yeah, you'd get like ten James Bond movies. You work through as far as you could, but yeah, you didn't that, you didn't get that very far. Awesome. Shoot, but, man, uh, I can't even remember some of the games. Like, oh well, um, Horizon Zero Dawn will definitely mm, be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fantastic game. Shadow of War. I'm not putting Lost Legacy in my. It's probably a top five, but it's not a top three for me. Um, I do love everything Naughty Dog puts out. I am a of Naughty course. Dog fanboy because I think what they do is it, there's you can tell it's a Naughty Dog game the minute you put it in. The I think the smoothness of it, the animation, everything about what they do, and I think they pride themselves on story and voice acting because that's that is that's everything for me. And that's the thing. I feel like whatever they're doing, if it's The Last of Us, it's the next finished product that they put out for us. Where it's just gonna. Like they're going to take it up just to another level, and I can't wait to see what that is. The expectations couldn't be higher, and as as a fan oh, of the are. Mass Effect and Dragon Age games, like Bioware is, you know, it's a hometown source of pride for me. Absolutely. And when when Andromeda came out, I was just so disappointed, and really? I I was just going to so ask you what you thought of it because oh, I loved two and three. I thought yeah. two and three were awesome. It's not that great, huh? No, and I remember thinking at the beginning ah. of the year, going, "I can't believe this is the year we get a Mass Effect game." Like, how lucky are we? And it's right, so right. forgettable. And I mean, it's memorable for all the wrong reasons. But ah. I just, I hope against hope that that's not what happens with Naughty Dog because I know that their pedigree is like top notch, but it's not the name of the or the logo that makes the quality. It's the people. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, those Absolutely. guys are taking care of and themselves been, and everything's okay. There's been a lot of shifting with people mm-hmm. leaving and that kind of stuff. So that's either a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, what did you think of the all the controversy in air quotes about the brutalness of the that second reveal? 
I, I didn't it was, see it. I didn't see I didn't, it. No, I it, it was exactly what it was supposed to be. Like, yeah. It's exactly what it was supposed to be. And I was like, oh, I mean, it's, it's like, okay, what do we got going on here? Like they're cutting people open. Like why, like I'm trying to figure out the why is this a cult? Is this, you know, what is mm-hmm. this? And, and all this other stuff. And then, you know, once things start getting heated up, but man, as soon as I heard that clicker in the far off, I'm like, this is, this is last of us too. This is last. I was so excited. I was disappointed. I unfortunately had to watch it a little later. So I knew that like through Twitter that they had closed the show with the last of us. So I knew like immediately. So I didn't have quite that moment that everybody else did. Yeah. Um, Which by the way, I did during the the very first reveal. Like I watched it through, uh, through our YouTube, Mm -hmm. YouTube channel. And then I watched it like 30 or 40 times after that. And I was like, uh, like every time that Firefly logo on that stop sign comes up, I still get chills. I'm like, yes. The it best is that of- first time that you see it and you're like, is that Firefly? Yep. Is that? No. Like there's no I way. It's- I, as soon as I saw it, I went like this. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. And I did the same thing when I heard the clicker in this this past one. When I heard that clicker, I, I thought it was Days Gone at the start, or I thought it was something else. Exactly. But I'm like, this looks Naughty Dog S, but who the heck are these characters? And I have mm-hmm. no idea. And then when I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, now we're they've just opened a huge story can of worms, basically. So I need to I know wait. everything about it. But I don't want to like the panels are great that's awesome for everybody i don't want to know anything about this game until it comes out now i i'm on media i'm doing the exact same thing for star wars which at the time of this recording is coming out on friday i've got my tickets i haven't heard a thing i saw something on my twitter today that i'm like i thought i had everything muted and i realized i left out i think jedi out of my mute like you there's all these different combinations of words that you can mute so i finally i think got the last thing on mute there's nothing coming up about stars or wars or jedis or last anything so we can talk about it now i don't exactly i have no tickets yet because typically what happens is uh ribbo puts a christmas party together and they Mm -hmm. buy out a showtime for star wars they they all that's incredible because they're huge star wars nerds they're all geeks over there which is great they a lot of them play video games Mm -hmm. and um they're just all geeks so like i was invited when they did rogue one and we all saw rogue one what'd you think of that i loved it did you okay that's good i'm I'm happy for you i'm happy you love war War, you didn't like it I didn't love it. I and I don't want to ruin it for you, but I think Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, he was weird. That kind character of weird, was kind of a clown. But that's the way. That's kind of the way I I feel about Forrest Whitaker. Anyway, yeah, he plays these little uh, abstract yeah. dudes, and that's all fine and good. I thought everything else was great. I loved how everything tied in. I thought it yeah. was really great. Um, I want with, to go back and watch it though. Because so, I just saw it in the theater, so it's been a year actually since yeah, I've seen go it. Go back and see it because I watched yeah. it again. It's on Netflix now, uh, and I watched it with Piper, and uh, and she she loved I it. Love she it. was engaged with it, and so we're mm-hmm. all going to go. It's just a question of when. It's going to end up being like I, that. The problem is I don't know when I'm going to be able to. You got to avoid it. spoilers, Tim. I'm worried for you. That's no, why I'm not. Day one. Okay. No, I'm not. I, I, I don't want to panic for you. No, I'm not going to panic because I'm not going to. Um, I feel like such a basket case because you're just so chill about everything and i'm worried about god knows what <laughs> oh, man it's like if i can handle like walking dead spoilers when i'm when back when i used to actually watch it like i was at least Fair. a season or two behind and i and i i totally was fine like yeah i'm not worried about it I, like there's a lot gonna go on in this one i'm super excited i'm loving the fact that with with no spoilers that everybody loves it the reviews are coming in really really positive mm-hmm. Which is exactly what I want. The one, the thing that I did not want 
is to have like that that moment where okay now they're just hang on sorry i had a, a connection issue there no we're good it was reconnecting um the thing that i don't want is like oh, okay now we're seeing the de- the kind of the decline of the quality in star wars right like, right right got that with episodes one two and three i think mm-hmm. that's all in the past i think everybody's learned from those mistakes because attack of the clones on was on the other day and i'm Ooh. like this is oh it's like, real bad I it off i'm like why am i even watching this this is horrible I'm wondering, so, uh, we should all go back to like the, that time period and go, like, were there any good movies? Like, was it, like, were we just in a real bad funk, maybe? I don't know what the answer to that is, Tim. But... The answer is George Lucas is trying to do too much, and I'm thrilled that, that he got bought out. And I'm thrilled mm-hmm. that, they, that Disney purchased it. Um, I think that was a good move because I, George Lucas has never been a great storyteller, nor has he, Ooh. like... I'm gonna say it, like, Tim. I was gonna let this little glitch in Skype say be the sign for like the end of the show, but I'm glad we're getting this little this know. little I think hot I, take I at the end here. Maybe it's not the storytelling, but and maybe it's just in the screenplay. But he, I, I just don't think he's a good writer. Maybe I don't know what it is, but there's something about like, your own on this one, man. I'm just yeah, gonna step. Yeah, you. That's go. fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll bury myself <laughs> in this. I don't. I, I think. It. I think his concept is great and then he's just adding and adding and adding to it but at some point at one two and three clearly showed that i i think he was trying to do too much there's too much cg there's too much of this like when you start talking about metachlorians or whatever the heck that was that they were talking about with that like i still don't know i still don't know what it is and i don't care and i'm like george what are you doing dude so i'm georgie 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 Georgie. and i love (laughs) That J.J. Uh, Abrams basically took seven as a as a duplicate of four because mm-hmm. honest, this is the next generation Star Wars. Here's this how is- oblivious I am in these movies, Tim. I didn't even realize how carbon copy it was as I was watching it. Like it wasn't until care. after, and I didn't care I, either. I was I was having a great time. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's a carbon copy." And and you know what I say to that? I said, "Exactly. That is exactly what the franchise needs because the kids that are growing up with seven was us with four back in the day and so it's a whole new generation so now we now star wars has crossed generations and Mm -hmm. it 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 is a huge there is no generation gap right now in star wars isn't that crazy and and there won't be as as long as they keep pumping them out i'm a little worried about the solo the han solo one because that's been roller coaster uh and sounds like a disaster so we'll, that might be the stinker in between all of this, but I think the actual episode seven, eight, nines are going to be phenomenal. So I'm, I can't wait for this. I just hope I can see it soon. Let's go, let's go, Tim. That's actually. Why don't we go ahead and call it there? Why don't you tell okay. everybody as if they don't already know uh, <laughs> where can they where can they find you on Twitter and all the things that you're doing uh, with Married to the Games and whatnot? Uh, yeah, man. I, I don't even. I have a Twitter account, but I just run everything through Married to the Games. So <laughs> MTG Cast is is where you'll find me. I'm such like I like looking on Facebook and Instagram, but I don't post. Like I feel like my life is boring. Well, who wants to see what I'm doing today? Mm-hmm. So I don't. It's so funny. Like even on Discord, like I don't particularly You you notice. That I don't participate. I was the same. You're like, what's how's next week? And I'm like, that was right. on Friday. I'm contacting right. you back on Monday. You're like, whoops. I, and that's when I said, just text me. It's so yeah. much easier. So um, yeah, but uh, marriedtothegames.com. Uh, we're on. Uh, you know, we have uh, all of our YouTube channels as well. Married to the Games, Facebook, 
Um, man, 200 and se- this will be, we record tomorrow morning, 274 weeks straight. We have not missed a week at all. And it has been so much fun. We're trying to figure out how we're going to do our Christmas video one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might have to be next sometime next week, I hope. But, um, man, it's just so much fun regardless. Like I love that every week we just all get together we will we'll talk on Google Hangouts throughout the week, but not as much. And then we just all get together and then we talk about games. That's and it's the just best. such a part of me now. Like I, it's not and it's not one of those. Oh, I got to do the podcast. It's like, all right, let's figure out when, what like when what time are we doing it? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much fun. So I got to get up in six hours just to do all this all over. And, and <laughs> I'm, completely, I'm totally fine with that. Oh, well, thank no you. Thank you for being so gracious with your time. And for anybody who hasn't already checked out uh, Married to the Games at Christmas time, it is the best. If you haven't already been listening to the episodes in December, uh, everything about it, there's there's what bad Christmas, Christmas movies. movies you should uh, be listening to as read okay. by by Gabe. And oh, it's just there are a few podcasts. This is why I wanted to have you guys on in December. There are a few podcasts that make me just enhance my love for Christmas as much as Mary to the yeah, has and continues to do. Um, I also feel like I could drop in Gabe's, uh, you know where to find us. That's and right. just that whole thing. We could do yep. that right here too. I'll just yep. uh, steal one of those from one of your MP3s. Tim, thank you so much, man. This hey, is so much John, fun. So good to, to catch up with you and, and, uh, from one dad to another, it's amazing now. And, uh, it's great to see how you guys have, have grown up and, um, uh, I look forward to doing this. You mean more, the bags right? is you guys, right? right. The bags into the, the eyes. Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, just sleep is. Yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead at this I point. Guess, I guess. Pretty much how it goes. So just or on a random games. Tuesday at one p.m. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like crash at my desk. Yep. Exactly. Just, awesome. just get some sleep when you can, and you'll be good to go. Thank you, Tim. I needed a little positivity in my life. I don't know about you guys, but Christmas can get a little crazy, a little hectic. Um, For those who are following me on Twitter, this week has been a little rough. I don't want to bring this show down. We're going to get into it in 2018. I think we'll have a a bit of a reflection. Um, I think some real talk is coming back to the show. But I wanted this one to be still a, a shot of positivity. I wanted this to be a good time. So... And also, it's Christmas, so I wanted to hype up a little bit about Christmas. So for those of you who have been following me on Twitter, hear this and go, like, what's the deal? This is a concerted effort to uh, just sort of compartmentalize a little bit. I had another show scheduled last night to record for you. The second returning guest was scheduled. I unfortunately canceled on him with like 15 minutes before we were supposed to go. I feel awful about it. I'm working things out. I will try to make sure we can get that second episode uh, hopefully by the end of the year. I know this is a crazy time, so I I apologize for canceling the recording. I apologize to you guys for not having that, that set up just yet, but I'm still working on it. Feeling better than ever this morning, so please enjoy this episode. Look forward to more in the future. And yeah, remember, you guys can reach Married to the Games. They're on Twitter at MTTGCast. One of the most engaging podcasts out there in terms of the community everybody in the community is incredible so if you aren't already a part of it please join up it's it's just an incredible it's 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 a huge reason i'm doing this show is is engaging with everybody over there and like i said at the beginning of the show that discord is happening 
whatever whatever you're into, there is a channel in there for you to get involved with. And for only a dollar a month, you got to support those guys. They're, they're top tier. That podcast, incredible. Um, the music, remember, was uh, the, the theme song for December, Super Mario's Sleigh Ride from ocremix.org. And um, yeah, the only other things I would say, guys, is thank you to our artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard, our video designer, Antonio Guillen, and that this show is powered by the Dayspace Network of Podcasts. Um, you can find the Xbox Drive over there. That's a fun show that I do. I recorded that this morning, and that's just a really... That's a good time. I don't know what I was going to say there. Otherwise, this is a special Patreon-powered episode 121 of We The Gamer Cast. is now in your ears, maybe in your eyeballs. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. I think maybe we'll work it out. Now it's time for Patreon-powered Patrick Stewart at the drive-thru. Hello, I'm Patrick Stewart, star of TV's Star Trek, The Next Generation, and the host of the documentary series MGM. When the lion roars. Okay, that's fine, sir. Can I take your order? Yes, you can. And what is your order, sir? I'll have a quarter pounder with cheese and a side order of fries. Would you like it? And a fillet. Oh, fish. Would you like a cold drink with that, sir? Yes, yes. For the sake of the future of all mankind I will have a small sprite okay sir that's $5.20 could you proceed to the first window the first window the first portal to a new dimension one greater one more wondrous than our own no just the first window of the drive through please sir yes then so it is that I proceed to this window of which you speak. Thank you, sir. Approaching warp speed. What the f***? Mate, did you just drive into the back of me? Yes, it is so. Mate, are you some kind of f***ing comedian? I am Patrick Stewart. Mate, get out of the f***ing car. And so, with heavy heart, I hereby withdraw from the vehicle. Mate, look what you've done to my f***ing Duco. You accuse me. Mate, f***ing I do. Here's your order, sir. What manner of burger is this? And these slivers of potato extract. Hey, Chrome Dome, are you going to f***ing pay for my car or not, mate? Mate? Uh, I am under attack. I must reason with this. Mate, you are talking out your f***ing ass. Uh, and so it is that I bid you and your people farewell. What a f***ing dead shit.